Welcome to the Potion Podcast, your raw look at the hospitality industry, brought to you by SHC. This week's episode is proudly sponsored by Bar Green Ellington for all your restaurant and bar needs. Visit bargreen.com for the full portfolio. What is happening, Potion? Welcome back to another episode of the Potion Podcast. I, of course, I'm your host, Sean Sewell. Um, today's episode's an odd one because it's like the third or fourth time I've tried to record this. I've been trying to really wrap my head around this subject. Um, and really come to you with bringing you some hardcore value. So I've had a few people reach out to me about the minimum uh, minimum spend, minimum wage increase um, coming up in June. June first, we're going to fifteen twenty across the board for servers and everything. So I'm in a different predicament, I suppose, where I sit between. The kids I help mentor and talk about their finances and talk about the industry and talk about the direction they need to take and also helping operators who have overbearing costs and expenses that keep building up and building up and up. And I think right now it's really difficult. It's really difficult to take a swallow like a a minimum wage increase when we're in this spot where we've got 50% capacity or just patios and you've still got to run servers, and you're still going to run kitchen stuff, and you're still going to run bartenders and stuff like that. So it is a very interesting place, and of course, this is like this feels like another kick in the teeth. But I'm going to try and break this down a little bit. The cost of living in Victoria is $19.32. So $19.32 per hour for a 40-hour week to be in a two-income two, two household to be able to afford to live in Victoria. That's a substantial amount of money. Um, now you may say, well, all servers make tips and da, da da da. But for the last year and a bit, they really haven't been. A lot of them have been furloughed. A lot of them have been put on um, serve. A lot of them have been um, have had those tips reduced significantly, especially bar staff and staff that haven't had bar seats. Like I know a lot of bars that haven't had bar seats, and bartenders are still working their ass off with the tables that they do have, and they're getting tipped out. Of course, we have the back of house chefs, cooks, that sort of thing that also come under this sort of like push of um, not making tips. And I can surely tell you that most cooks are not making nineteen thirty to an hour um, in Victoria. So we have these sort of different patterns. And of course, you can say, well, servers make tons of tips when we're back to normal. That's great. But it has been almost 14, 15 months since we've been in normal. So what have they been doing the last 14, 15 months? If it still costs $19.32 per hour to live in Victoria, how is that being afforded? Um, and when it comes to, like, I always, like, look at needs and wants and what is a want, what is a need, so on and so forth. And that's a whole different episode. But I think from operators, we need to take this in because this is going to happen. This is happening regardless if we want it to or not. This has been in the works for a really long time. This has been laid out over five years. Now, I have to admit, uh, over the last five years or four years, it has gone up about two sixty an hour, which is substantial. But that being said, as operators, we know this industry is hard. It's always going to be hard. But every quarter, every six months, we really should be looking at our break-even points. I, I swear by break-even points. Your break-even point should also have a little buffer of when shit hits the fan. So... If you don't understand your break-even points and you don't know what your break-even point is, and you're not reevaluating it as we have this fluidity, if your rent goes up, you've got to redo your break-even points. If your 
um, all of a sudden your utilities go up, you've got to redo your break-even point. Break-even points are fluid, but they're fluid based on what you do. So I do believe that we can afford this. Now, of course, I've talked about break-even points, then that falls out to your per head spend and um, your per head spend and your cover count. So, which is very difficult to do right now as well. I know this is all very difficult, so please don't comment saying that you don't. I don't understand right now because I really, really do. So, let's start in the very nucleus servers. People in the industry, I'm going to just do it as a massive industry thing. Don't make enough money on average to warrant living in Victoria as a hospitality industry person. On top of that, most people don't have benefits. If you're an operator that has benefits for their staff, congratulations, you're amazing. Thank you so much for the support. But a lot of them don't have benefits. So anything that's outside the normal medical things, dental, dental, chiropractic, um, I, I care, whatever that's called, um, that comes out of their own pocket. So these things sort of really start adding up very, very quickly. So let's keep in mind, like the minimum wage is 15, 20 as of June 1st, living hourly wage is 1932. Plus you've got the expenses that come along with just existing in Victoria, BC. So that doesn't get covered by, um, government care, government healthcare. So as operators, we go look at our break-even points, our per head spend, our cover count, all that sort of thing to make sure that our menus are costed out the right way. While we look at menu costings and we look at how much that menu item costs, how much that drink costs, and align our budgets with that, as labor keeps creeping up, we really need to start really looking at a broader macro of the break-even point. And the break-even point is going to be where it makes or breaks you. That's why it's called the break-even point. Um, so every three to six months, I do applaud every um, uh, operator to work out their break-even point. It's not that difficult. There's tons of spreadsheets online. I'm going to track down one and maybe put in the link here so that I can upload it. Um, so the break-even point. And then outside of that, here comes training, education, and marketing. So are your staff trained to be upsellers? Are your staff trained to get that extra $2 on the bill, that extra $3 on the bill? Are they maximizing that per head spent? Which servers are and which servers are not? I do track all these things myself, so I know which servers my A team, which servers my B team, which servers my C team. And it's up to you, they can have great personalities, but if their per head spend isn't up there, you have to set your goals and your staff have to reflect what these goals are. So let's go from the very middle. Minimum wage and cost of living in Victoria are out by about four bucks an hour. So we're talking about 160 bucks a, a week. Um, God, try to do the math, $640 a month short of what it says to live in Victoria. Right now, without tips, it's definitely most servers, most bartenders, most cooks are well under that mark of the living wage for BC. Let's go to the next bit. Operators, if you do not know what your break-even point is during COVID, post-COVID, pre-COVID, Please, I implore you to go Google break-even point calculators and calculate what your break-even point is. This will make your life way easier because then you can actually work out how many covers you actually do on a regular basis, what your per spend needs to be, not what it is, what it needs to be, and how you can budget for that, and how you can train. That's the next piece of the nucleus. Training and education, this still does not get invested in enough in BC, I'm going to say it across the board as a macro. There's plenty of venues that do great education. And I know those ones. But as a macro, education and training is not a big enough deal for how much money training actually costs in comparison to how much it can actually make you. I still think it's a very, very underutilized 
element. And finally, marketing. Marketing and PR. If you aren't pushing your online sales, your e-com, your delivery services, your pickups, your at home, and you're not being creative and thinking about how to take, bring your venue home, I've talked about this with QR codes and so on and so forth, you're missing out. So it's a multi-layered thing just around this 15, 20 thing on June 1st. So there's my opinions. Obviously, it's very difficult for me because I am stuck in the middle. I have to help operators and I have to help my kids who are working really hard but don't seem to be getting ahead especially right now like tip tip culture is very difficult right now where it's gone from like you're making a couple hundred bucks on a friday night to 50 and i legit still say that that is where it's going to be doing where it is you lose a ton of money right now because of covid operators losing money your staff losing money how do we keep this industry alive it's by trying to find a happy medium we're all on the same going towards the same goal we all want to come out of this with our venues open. We want to come out of this with great staff. So, but we're all on both paths. Staff are on this side. You're on this side. How do we get you to the, the same path? So, there's my little two cents on the BC um, the BC increase of minimum wage compared to the, what the living wage is calculated at in Victoria. 1932 compared to 1520. So, we have a $4 discrepancy. And when you're not making tips especially for my back of house friends and my bartenders. Bartenders, not so much, but my back of house friends, for sure. When you're not making tips and you're not making that 19.32 an hour, you're actually below the living wage. So how do we fix it? We've all got to work together with this, guys. I don't have any easy solutions. Um, if you're a big venue, please think about doing benefits. Benefits are actually very cheap in comparison to the overall standing for all your staff. So think about benefits. Benefits have always been this sort of like weird taboo where people are like, well, benefits cost too much. But then when you actually start researching, you're like, oh, it's not really that much at all per month. So I don't have any quick answers, but I want to put my two cents down. Guys, thanks as always for the support. Have a good week. I'll see you really soon. Bye. Thanks for listening, Pose Shifters. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really enjoy sitting down with friends and peers and uh, just chatting about the industry and getting down to the nuts and bolts of what's really going on out there. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, everything on all the platforms. Just hit it up and I'll do my best to answer any queries or questions you have. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.